0: So hi, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. And if you, as you can see, we have a special guest with us today in the building. There is no building, by the way. That's just very philosophical um, <laughs> um, in the sense. But yes, we have a guest with us today, uh, Tiana, a fellow Lincoln alum. And before we jump into that, I just want to like, you know, do like a couple of different, you know, housekeeping things. So please follow the podcast on the AAGC podcast on IG, as well as me on the underscore Black underscore ambivert. Our guests also, would you like to, you know, throw in your plug for your social media real quick? I always want to kind of do that.
1: Uh, well, my name is Tiana Lancaster. I am a Lincoln alum. I also run, uh, well, I'm known as What's T on mm-hmm. the social media mm-hmm. um, my instagram is underscore what's t and i also run what's t the hair journey mm-hmm. so make sure Y'all you follow that as well um what's t underscore the hair journey yeah. um, mm-hmm. on instagram and uh what's tt on twitter mm-hmm. so feel free to follow all of those yes so what's the tt <laughs> i'm sorry i had to make the what's, pun <laughs> what's going on see you but you got it that's what's important you, exactly. you understood the pun mm-hmm.
0: we was right here we was right here
1: we here you We're understood here. it
0: yes yeah, see I, I love see um if you haven't realized by now so basically our guest for this week is uh tiana she is one of my one of my first friends actually from lincoln that i made mm-hmm. and it's good to have her on i've been trying to convince her to be on the show for like three or four months or so and she was like no you know what I don't know about that but now she's ready to and I'm excited to have her we're gonna talk about all the things we've had so many like multiple conversations I was like we have to get this on wax at some point in time or Mm -hmm. something and so Mm -hmm. it's good to have her here so I guess thank you for having me no problem no problem I guess what we'll start is um first you know introduction to like how we kind of met because I always want to give that story and like bring it back to college time and then also Mm -hmm. like how you came about being on the show? So, um, I met Tiana my freshman year of college, and so we met through an organization called I Spit, and we were a part of the same, I guess, like group or something like that. You could probably take over from. We were company.
1: like a family. Every yeah. uh, every freshman became a part of a I Spit family, mm-hmm. and so Jared was deemed my I Spit brother. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Mama Kai. Yes, out shout
0: there. out to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: okay. So, yeah, and then Jared left after like, what, two months? Is <laughs> that? So. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, But. <laughs> put me out there on one street. We were made in contact. Yes. Uh, as you can see. Mm. So, yeah, we, we were still pretty cool to this day. And mm. that was, oh, that was like. Six years ago. Six? Don't say that. That was almost. That was almost like ten years ago. Now. That yeah. That but literally because that was 2015. So yeah, that was six oh years ago.
0: That was six years ago.
1: <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. It really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's been about six years. It has
0: been. Jesus, we've been out of, we've, well, we are, it'll be two years and three days, three days. since we've been out of undergrad. So one mm-hmm. quick thing uh, before we really jump into topics is shout out to Lincoln University, shout out to all the dope friendships and everything you've done. Um, you know, Lincoln mm-hmm. University, the university founded on April 29th, 1854, the first degree granting HBCU or we'll just say HBCU because in order to be an HBCU and I'm looking at the camera,
1: you have to give out degrees. And I'm I speaking mean, to 1837. Not speaking to. I was see. I was gonna say not speaking to anyone specific, but you, if you wanted to choose violence, uh, um, all the time. That's my Twitter know. name. Um am what's in violence. The Breakfast of Champs. He chose violence today. Okay. <laughs>
0: Always <All right>. violence. <laughs> you
1: know. All right. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, we love y'all. Um, Shout out oh, to Chaney. Oh, oh, right, right. I couldn't remember the name. I,
1: You're so shady. I can't.
0: (laughs) I don't speak of relevance, but anyway.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Chaney. You know, we love y'all for real, for real. Deep, 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 deep down. We love y'all for real. We We family.
0: It's all family. It's all love.
1: As long as you understand that we the first. Exactly.
0: I prefer that than some of the other schools. We're not going to get into that on here that try to act like they're Lincoln rivals. (laughs) way <laughs> we're gonna focus there's only one lu um by the way but yes we're gonna focus <laughs> but yes um yeah we met freshman year you know i was in i spit for like a hot minute um i just didn't have the time and then also just had other interests i ended up becoming part of a another organization the drama ministry and that took up a lot of time so you know i wasn't able to do i spit um well i always love i spit i always appreciate that that's probably organization if you hear me talking about college experience i always talk about because i love them like a, grow, a dope group of individuals that just do their thing like they don't bother nobody they vibe out they do poetry they're just creative mm-hmm. they're just and like some of the best black thought comes out of that organization and they're like an organization I don't even want to call them an organization like a movement like on campus if there's stuff that's going on and things that need to get done you're going to see them more than likely advocating you know mm-hmm. it's like having your own like mini Harlem renaissance I'll say <laughs> in, like a space <laughs> um but yeah, shout out to them. But um, the reason, um, not that there has to be a real reason to have, you know, Tiana on, but one of the reasons she's on today is because, so I want to say it's about, it's been about a year or so ago, um, mm-hmm. I used to do something where I did like a feature of a Black uh, business or a brand or something, which by the way, I'm still doing. Um, most people haven't taken advantage of it. So if you want to, please do that. Um, but Tiana was one of the people who I featured and I featured her What's T hair journey page. And so, you know, I always like every time you see like, especially when it's alumni or people like in your group, in your circle, I believe in putting people on. And like, even if I only have a small number of listeners or, you know, a small audience, you know, you never know who can, who meets who or who speaks to who or whoever. You can have somebody like in my case, who's like starting their hair journey and, you know, seeing Tiana's page would actually encourage them or vice versa. So I always believe in that. So we had a conversation about that. And, like, actually, I probably, that was probably one of my first shout-outs, and I actually messed it up, by the yes. way, because I put it at the end, and I realized I should have put it at the beginning. So That's I At the very it end, out. I was like, it was, dad, I felt bad."
1: I feel so bad. But <laughs> I, was I was appreciative, mm. nonetheless, because it was very mm. new. So yes. to be shouted out on a podcast, period, mm. was meant a lot to me. So thank you mm. for that. No problem. No problem. Um, And I figured, you know,
0: what better way to celebrate that year or like, you know, where everything is at? Uh, Oops, sorry. Give me one second. This is very unprofessional. Um, (laughs) I just have to handle something very quickly on here. Um,
1: Do you edit
0: your show? I generally do, or I do light editing, so I'm just going to meet myself very quickly. sorry that's that's the one of the things that's just life um but generally i do like i do very light editing i try to do like a one take jig, unless it's something very like egregious or crazy that comes out i usually don't like do like too deep of editing um Mm -hmm. just because it's a pain in the neck um there's actually you mute it i said there's actually a story of why i don't try to do the too deep of editing because it can be um or why try to? it's just very time consuming
1: it's Um, very time
0: consuming that's a big
1: thing um yeah i know even that's why i don't do a lot of videos mm -hmm. um which i've somewhat explained but not like super deep but i don't do a lot of videos for that reason editing is a lot like to shoot in itself takes time and then you have to go back and edit after the fact to make sure like it looks like something Mm -hmm. um and then with me i don't have a youtube so when i upload to igtv you have it has to be under 15 minutes Mm -hmm. so i like what people don't realize is i like to talk so my videos typically (laughs) go over 15 minutes like every time and so i have to edit it down but it'd be like it's like i mean literally it's like it's it's one thing if you're Mm -hmm. Editing out a whole section, but to have to like nitpick and like this little part, this little part, this yeah. little part, it's annoying. It is. So that's why I don't do a lot of videos because it's mm-hmm. it's it's frustrating. I don't, you know. Shout out to all the YouTubers <laughs> out there because I I'm not about that life. Um, <laughs> I've considered it, but you, it, video editing is a lot, like a lot. And I'm not, you know, rich to be out here paying people edit my
0: videos so and it's time consuming and it takes once you learn how to do it it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still something that's like super tedious and -hmm. we're going to get into that more as we discuss like brands and stuff like that um but like when you do it by yourself and I know you can speak to this and you're literally doing everything you're shooting the content you're creating Mm -hmm. the content you're putting it together you're making sure and then if you have if you're I don't know if you're anything like me like things have to be like this exactly like this or right Uh, Mm -hmm. or frustrate you Mm -hmm. like it it gets to be a it gets to be annoying so like I definitely kudos to you I don't do videos that much or I don't really do videos for that reason because it's like that's a whole other form of like editing I I so kudos to you for even doing that
1: Um, oh thank you uh,
0: I want to jump straight into this so um because like so for instance like we said like you know the post took place last year you know um, your page on your page for your page Tiana so could you tell us a little bit about your page and so having started like how you started your hair journey and what your page is about you know how you've kind of evolved over the last year and just give some detail mm-hmm. to the listeners about what it's like completely about because I know we've been just talking around and dancing around it, so I want to really get into the nitty-gritty and the deep of like what is what's T's hair journey.
1: Okay, so for those listening again the it, the IG is what's T underscore the hair journey mm-hmm. go and get that out the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so my hair journey started freshman year of college 2015 um, before that I knew nothing about what it meant to be natural period mm-hmm. right. Um, like when I say nothing, I mean nothing um, for one because my mom's hair texture is totally different from mine, mm-hmm. she has a very loose pattern and so she didn't really know how to teach me about my hair because like Mm. like I said our hair is totally different um and so I had a perm I like begged my mom to give me a perm for in eighth grade and from eighth grade to senior year high school I had a perm um which I felt like was less maintenance even though I wasn't even taking care of that because my hair was shedding like crazy and I thought it was normal which I now know it's not um (laughs) and so Um, I was going I'm from DC born and raised in Washington DC and I was going to school all the way in Pennsylvania I didn't know anybody and I was like I don't trust any of these people to put a perm in my head because I don't know them they don't know me (laughs) um so naturally it was so I transitioned from April 2015 to November 2015 um and during that time uh my roommate no she wasn't my roommate she was just my friend um star shout out to star um pretty much like helped me start my journey because I knew like I said I knew nothing about natural hair or how to do any natural hair styles and so she told me how to do bantu knots and so literally that's all I was doing like (laughs) every single day I was up late doing bantu knots in my hair because that's all I knew how to do and then in November of 2015 Say that again?
0: I said bantu knots. This is a side note. Those, that's a nice style. That's a very hard style to learn, like to start off with like natural
1: hair. It's so ironic. i would never do them now. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was all I did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And now I don't do them at all. Um, because like you said, it's time consuming. It's difficult. And not to mention bantu knots, for me anyway, bantu knots only last a day, literally. Wow. Um, nice. I will do it and it'll look bomb the first day. I will wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. And it's gone it's nothing it's it's, it's nothing and i'm just, <laughs> just like i didn't dedicate all this time and you're gonna do me like this because natural hair is disrespectful so is. um i don't even do bantu knots anymore but they were like the only style i knew for like a very long time and then i got tired of the differences in textures because like i said i transitioned so the roots it was like this long and it was super thick. And then the rest is like this long and it's super stringy. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a clear difference in the textures. And you know, with bantu knots, that's not really... Now, granted, had I twisted it before I did the bantu knot, it might've worked. But Mm. again, I I wasn't, I ain't know about all that. I wasn't, you
0: know, I
1: wasn't, I wasn't, like you said, I wasn't as well-versed. I ain't know about all that. So um, I was like, you know, I'm over this, just cut it at this point. Mm. And so... I big chopped and my hair was about like it, it stopped like here, oh. like just on, uh just above where my ear ends. Mm. Um, that's how short it was, but it had grown out a lot in my mind. Um, but I straightened it and then that was my first lesson in natural hair gonna do what it wanna do because mm-hmm. um I woke up the next day and my hair was all over my head <laughs> oh, and sure. I didn't know how to fix it. <laughs> Ooh, no. it was like I said it was straight it was really short and I didn't know how to fix it it was everywhere it looked crazy and I didn't know what to do and so I was like but I don't I straightened it again even though I was weary I was weary even about that because I'm like I don't want to get heat damage but mm-hmm. I straightened it again next day same thing woke mm-hmm. up it looked crazy so I was like okay at this point I'm not gonna straighten it again because I'm not risking heat damage so I ended up just getting Marley Twist and left that in for like two months mm-hmm. um but the this hair page came about because during that journey all through college um you know people have always told me they loved my hair you know mm-hmm. they loved my curls and they wanted me to make a YouTube and I always had an excuse as to why Tiana I could do it then like I was going through old pictures and I'm like like sis was really out here doing hair had a look like, for
0: every, like honestly if I had been in my hair nat- my natural hair journey or that I-, I had deemed it that I'd have been like so um how much do I need to pay you because we need to do something here with this hair. I was
1: like sis was really out here doing hair like looking back at all my old pictures like I was really putting in the time okay like I was really doing hair out here y'all um mm-hmm. And so people would see my hair and they would be like, you know, I really, you really need to start a YouTube. You know, we, we, we want to know what you do and how can we do it? And I just always had a million excuses. And it's not that I wasn't busy because I was like, I was in so many orgs mm-hmm. on campus. Um, it was a lot. College was a lot. And so, but it's not to say it was impossible because other people have done it. <laughs> um right. but I just always had a million excuses as to why I couldn't do it. And I think honestly, like I said, I was I was weary of internet trolls because mm. YouTube trolls are different. Um they have nothing well, but time to just sit there and like just
0: and the Twitter trolls completely
1: obliterate your content. Mm-hmm. Um and the Twitter and, trolls too. They yeah, are else. Yeah. Twitter trolls are different, mm. but I was more so just concerned about oh, like okay. the people on YouTube and my comments cutting up my stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm I, on the outside. People that know me feel like I'm like a hard person, but on on, on internally, I'm a very sensitive soul, <laughs> and so I was like, I don't think I have the heart for people to really just sit up here and trash myself and me being okay with that, right? Tiana. Um. I feel you, right? Like uh, <laughs> right yeah, I I just me. I'm a real sensitive person in reality. And I was like, I just don't think I have the heart for that. And so I never did it. And then the pandemic hit. And um, so I'm skipping steps. So <laughs> I'm okay. a say, okay, so boom. Fast forward college graduation happens and uh I just, I knew I wanted to cut my hair. I think since like October 2018, Mm. something like that. I knew I wanted to cut my hair. I was just trying to decide when I was going to do it. But Mm. because my hair was such a big part of my college journey, Mm. I wanted it in my college pictures. Mm. So, um, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna wait till after graduation. And so literally like we graduated May 5th and then my graduation party was May 11th. And so like that same week, I cut all my hair off. And I, I know people were like, we just saw you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what well, happened from then to then? Because we just saw you and you had a whole head of hair. Like, I'm um, confused. And so I cut all my hair off because, in my, you know, I was like, you know, I'm on a new journey now. I want a new look mm-hmm. to signify this new journey I'm on in life. You know, I'm right. going into adulthood. I want, I want, I just want a new, right? right. I want a new thing. And so, Um, I I cut it, but I got, like, finger coils, and so I didn't really realize how long it was until Mm -hmm. it was time to comb the finger coils out, and it was still way longer than I wanted Mm -hmm. it to be,
0: Um, so. I have a quick question, not to cut you off. mm -hmm. Um, It's about the, so cutting your hair, so um, was that, like, so I'm just, like, off observation, like, a lot of time when you see women or just people in general cut their hair, it's, like, a very, like, emotional, like, thing that's attached to it or it can Mm -hmm. be so I have a question like when you did that like you said you wanted to go on a new journey so was there like a certain amount of motion that you felt doing it or just like going through the hair journey in that capacity that you felt or was it more like you know did you ever did like in a sense you feel like a like almost like a weight come out off of you when you cut your hair or was it kind of like I just want to try something new
1: um it wasn't necessarily a weight lifted because usually mm. when people feel like that,
0: yeah, I was gonna there's a yeah, type I of
1: like mm. traumatic incident tied right, right. to it. But it wasn't necessarily that for me. Mm. I just was making a choice mm. to start fresh, um, mm. go enter this new chapter in life with a new look, new outlook. And so I wasn't necessarily like a weight was lifted. I was actually very excited mm. and looking forward to it. That's- but um, throughout the journey, it didn't feel how I thought it was going to feel. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I thought that I would feel liberated and- um, Yes. You know, there was just a lot of positive feelings that I thought I was going to feel. And in reality, it made me very insecure. Uh I didn't realize, which a lot of people don't know this, but Mm -hmm. um, it it made me as very insecure. I didn't realize how much I depended on my hair for my confidence Mm -hmm. and it was like i cut my hair off and all my confidence was gone because there's nothing to rely on Mm -hmm. you know it's literally it's all face Mm -hmm. there's no hair (laughs) Mm -hmm. you gotta depend on your face and so if you don't feel beautiful Mm -hmm. then you don't have any hair to rely on so you just you're stuck (laughs) like and so like i said my confidence was shot um i didn't feel beautiful and it wasn't that I disliked my haircut because so when I cut my hair mm-hmm. okay again skip, skip the steps so fast forward I'm gonna say August 2019 August 2019 I, I like really cut on my hair off this time mm-hmm. uh, I had hair at the top but like the back was shaved like it was like gone mm-hmm. and not only did I shave it I colored it Mm-hmm. Which wasn't my idea. Um, I wanted to color it, but the color that I got, that wasn't my idea. My hairdresser—I've been going to the same hairdresser since I was eleven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you at this point, hair. you know, he do what he want to do. Um, uh, yeah, he yeah. he do what he want to yeah. do, and I, I gotta live with it. So he <laughs> he wanted to me to go like 100% blonde, which I mm-hmm. wasn't one—I wasn't totally comfortable with that. And right. so he dyed the top blonde, and then the back was. It wasn't, I I shouldn't use the word shaved because it wasn't shaved, Mm. but it was cut extremely low. And that part was dyed like a really light brown. Mm -hmm. And then the top was blonde, which I loved. So I loved my haircut, but I realized, like I said, it just made me realize that I wasn't as confident as I thought I was. Mm -hmm. And then I kept dyeing it. So then after that, I dyed it like really, really red. Mm -hmm. Like it was extremely red all over. And like I said, I loved the haircut itself, but I didn't like how I felt. Mm. I I didn't feel confident in my own skin, oh. and I don't think I would have realized that without my hair. And so it forced me to really work on myself. Mm. Um, you know, I think that a lot of women as as I'm mean, not. I'm not gonna say as women because there are men with hair. So I'm gonna say as people, mm-hmm. I feel like we depend on our hair to make us like. If my hair, like you know, just for a lot of people, for example, if I'm going to a party and my hair don't look right, I'm not going. Right. Facts. You know, <laughs> if my if my hair don't look right, I'm not going because in my mind, if my hair look a mess, I look a mess entirely. Right. And it's like I really had to sit back and figure out. Okay, but why do I feel like that? Yeah. You. You know you why? That on my head on. <laughs> <laughs> Why is so much of my appearance tied into how my hair looks?
0: Right. And
1: so um that was something that like I said, it forced me to really sit and work on that. So um again, it didn't give me the feeling that I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It, it was supposed to boost my confidence and it actually took it away. But I don't regret it. Let me be clear. I try to be intentional about when I speak on it. and I've had to right. be very intentional because multiple times I've wanted to say like I regret cutting my hair. But in reality, I don't um, okay. because it allowed me to kind of start my journey over. Right. And I've done things with my hair that I probably wouldn't have done before. And um, like protective styling. I never <laughs> did that. Um, bless you. Right. I used to wear Marley twists a lot. Mm -hmm. but, well, not even a lot, but I used to wear Molly twists, but that was about it because Mm -hmm. I was so scared that trying anything else would break my hair off, which I now realize it won't. Mm -hmm. Um, Funny enough, the first time I got my hair braided, so after I graduated, I took an internship in Africa, Mm -hmm. uh, the Gambia, West Africa to be specific, and the first time I got my hair braided was in Africa. I went to a salon, like right before I left, and I got my hair braided, and that was a liberating feeling because I was like, oh my goodness, like this, first of all, it only took three hours, which anybody that has ever gotten a hair braided in America knows that that does not happen. Mm-mm. Um, Only took three hours. Off Two.
0: Whole
1: day. <laughs> yeah, only took three hours. No, sorry, block off the whole day. Two women, I mean, and it was like quality treatment. I mean, they like, you know they went to make sure they cut all of the loose hairs, and they—I mean—they—they they steamed it like it was beautiful, you know, and you know, <laughs> yeah. And I've never got my hair braided as a natural before that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so I was like, I could really do this. Mm-hmm. And after that, I haven't stopped since. Um, I just took out soft locks a few days ago. <laughs> like <laughs> I've been—I've been protective style ever since. But in my First journey I probably wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. because I was too scared of what it would do to my hair mm-hmm. um so I've done a lot of things with this journey that I probably wouldn't have done with the last one and I mostly just felt like I regretted it during the grow back process because mm-hmm. it takes a very very long time um and I think that's where I messed up because I underestimated <laughs> how long it would take uh I don't know where I got the idea from but I in my mind I was just going to cut my hair off and it was just going to grow back overnight. You know, I wasn't going to have any issues. It was just going to come back. And that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It took, like, the pictures from last year to this year are drastic, okay? Um, My hair was very short, very short. And remember, my hair was cut down to my scalp. Mm -hmm. so I had to grow my hair out from my scalp and then when it started to grow back I had to cut the top because it was uneven like the top was really Mm -hmm. long and the back was really short so then I had to get it cut even so then I felt ball hair all over again and so (laughs) it was a process Mm -hmm. but again I don't regret it because it's all a part of who I am Mm -hmm. um you know it just it just added to my journey as a person so it was a lot that went into my hair journey, all of them, because yeah. I've had multiple. <laughs> uh, I had multiple, uh, mm-hmm. but I don't regret any of it. So I started the hair, like I said, long story short, because mm-hmm. that was a tangent, but long story short, I started the hair page because the pandemic hit, and mm-hmm. I for years, I had just kept, it, it's always been in the back of my mind people asking me to document my journey and stuff like that right. and I never did it and always had a million excuses as to why I couldn't mm. but now we were all stuck at home so I had nothing but time and so I said I'm well I'll talk to a, a couple of different people before I did it to decide like whether I should do it on my personal page mm. and I just kind of like document my journey there or if I should just make a whole separate Instagram for it and then I just decided I'm gonna do this. I was nervous, I was really scared. I didn't know how people were gonna, if people were gonna be receptive to it, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just a bunch of what ifs. But I took a step out on faith and I did it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my page is continuously growing. I honestly couldn't have predicted that it would still be around a year later. Um, (laughs) But I'm happy with where it has been and where it continues to go like I said, the, the the page in itself has been a journey just because I think that it's taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me to be more intentional
0: mm-hmm.
1: about my hair. Um, you know, I could, if I didn't have a page, I could just be lazy and never do anything to my hair. Right. And it'd be whatever but because i have a page to document the journey it's forcing me to constantly do something yeah it's like a
0: pressure in a sense because your brand is literally your your
1: crown your head so Mm -hmm. it's
0: like you have to be on top of it
1: but it's not a bad thing because (laughs) look how much my hair has grown (laughs) because i'm constantly doing something to my hair um because of the page and it's not even doing something in a sense like a full-blown process Mm -hmm. even if it's like me twisting it to throw it under a wig or Mm. something like that like that's minimal but it matters
0: right right
1: you know or documenting how often I oil my scalp how often Mm. I moisturize my hair like all of that plays a part and so it feels small but in the end it makes a big impact because I mean like I said like my a year ago my hair was like it was it was this long a year ago (laughs) On my scalp, and now look, look at, at it. Now, so,
0: all the growth
1: and everything, you know. I could I could do a ponytail now you know. <laughs> I couldn't do that a year ago, so it all counts mm-hmm. like you don't understand. I couldn't even, I would part my hair to try to twist it or whatever, and it couldn't go in a ponytail, Jared. It could, not I had to use the oh, clips no. and just go section by clips. section with the clips because oh, I couldn't I get in my hair, would not go in a ponytail because my shrinkage. Oh, my shrinkage is disrespectful. Like, it's Trinkage. it's real. Ooh. Um and so a ponytail was not a thing that I could do for a very long time. And the first time I wanted to throw a parade, like you don't understand. <laughs> I, I was so excited. My head could go to a ponytail now. Like <laughs> this is amazing. Yes, like, you can like, throw your hear it back a little bit. <laughs> well, it, it ain't gonna move. But oh, uh, yeah, right, right. It it don't move. It's there, but it ain't moving
0: or nothing. <laughs>
1: We ain't but we we not there yet, but we
0: know it's there. But we know it's there.
1: It's there. We got it
0: there.
1: <laughs> so it's like I said, it's been a process. Um, it's not easy. I will never say this hair page has been easy because it mm-hmm. hasn't. Um, trying to decide on content is very difficult mm-hmm. because the reality is I've been doing a lot of protective styling, so it's not mm-hmm. easy to know what to post every week. Right. Um, when your hair been braided for two months, like no. <laughs> what
0: you're gonna talk about right listen I understand it completely and I guess that kind of leads us into the, like the next part of the discussion so thank you so much for sharing like about your uh, page um and your journey and um it's not easy anytime that you're doing something like that and you know even if people are encouraging you um it's still ultimately it's up to you to do it and to take that on so I give you kudos for that and also something so personal as well, because I didn't even know that. I realized that because I just always like, like I said, like knowing you over like, you know, ooh, six years now, whew, you know. right, six <laughs> years. Um, but like knowing you, like I've just, oh, your hair has always just been kind of like a part of you in a sense. So it's like, I've mm-hmm. never like known like you to be like insecure about this or that or different things like that. I've just been like, oh, mm-hmm. that's just Tiana and her hair, you know, her doing her thing. Um, So There is like a certain level of like, you know, being able to be vulnerable like that. And thank you for you know choosing a podcast as a platform, too. But like being able to keep doing that despite feeling insecure, but like knowing like you're helping somebody or knowing that you're still doing your thing. It's really dope. And, you know, it's appreciated because it's helped me looking at your page, too. Um, As a man that is like, you know, who has natural hair and stuff like that, who's been wondering for years since probably high school, what can I do with my hair? being able to look at your stuff I'm like oh could I try that as a guy Did that work or like oh those are products that work let me try that and do that so like I, I appreciate your page and I just want to say thank you for your page before we like you know we hopped into the the next part of, of things is what
1: moments works. like this is what pushes me to keep going mm-hmm. with my page because sometimes it's hard to know if I'm helping people, Mm -hmm. you know, people, unfortunately, people aren't as responsive (laughs) as I would like. So it's not like people are constantly in the comments, you know, saying,
0: I'm looking at y'all by
1: the way. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> like people are constantly in the comments or DMing mm-hmm. me telling me how helpful it is. And so sometimes mm-hmm. like, it's hard to know mm-hmm. whether I'm making an impact. It's hard to know whether this content that I'm putting out, mm-hmm. people are receiving it. Right. You know, it's it's hard to know that sometimes, but at literally every, it's, it's random moments where people will, you know, reach out to me personally and be like, mm-hmm you know, I watch your page and Mm -hmm. it has helped me or it, you know, it means a lot to see your content. Like, you know, stuff like that is what motivates me to keep going because even though people aren't saying it on the regular, they're there. Yes. And, you know, that's why even when even during my moments of, well, I think by the time I started the hair page, I wasn't as insecure anymore. Um, It was more so like during the process of having the cut versus kind of the grow back process. Um, I wasn't feeling as insecure, but I think it's important to say publicly because who knows how many people are feeling the exact same way. And, you know, sometimes especially with just, we be honest, the way that social media culture is mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, some people are scared to say things publicly because they don't know how it's going to be received. Right. They don't know, you know, if they're mm-hmm. going to get any negative feedback. And so they don't speak on it in public. Or people feel
0: like it's like, oh, they're doing it for cloud, or oh, you always mm -hmm. putting something on social media, like keep your business, like it's stupid stuff like that. You know, you
1: just, exactly, you never know how people are going to respond to your mm -hmm. feelings, and so I have to, I feel like I owe it to my followers to just be Mm -hmm. honest at all times, because, you know, you never know how many people out there are feeling the exact same way, and they just didn't know how to verbalize it. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what it's about—just kind of being the voice for other people. That—that's how I live my life. Um, <laughs> literally, that's how I live my life. Speaking up for people that you know maybe cannot or just are too afraid to speak up for themselves.
0: Right, right, right. Thank you for that, definitely. Because listen, I'd be like, yes, that she gets it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> something like that. So, um, funny enough, you—you you actually said something dope that kind of like leads into the next area or topic we're gonna talk about. So we talked about the hair page. Talk about how you got into your journey. Now, mm-hmm. um, and you said one thing you've always have, you've always kind of done is like you know provide a voice for others or speak up. You know that's just you. Um, mm-hmm. So your hair page is that what you want to do professionally, or how do we talk about that? What do you want to do? Say as far as your professional like goals, because you know you went to college. You obviously like you graduated with you know, and you can insert your degree here. <laughs> Um.
1: Uh, so I graduated with, <laughs> t- I'm trying to figure out, no, okay, you're trying to figure so I it. graduated with my degree in human services,
0: I was try-
1: no, I was trying to figure out, like, Should I start with answering your question about, like, is this what I I want to do? Or, yes, I was trying to figure out which way to do it, but I graduated with my degree in human Mm -hmm. services. I started off as a psychology major, Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, it was playing with me. So (laughs) I had to do what I had to do to graduate. So I switched Mm -hmm. my major to human services, um, and then I graduated a triple minor um, in psychology, English, Mm -hmm. and then I also got a pre-law certificate Go oh, ahead. We want to see it. Um, when I graduated. So I don't know if y'all can see it. The, the pla- It's over there, my degree. Go ahead. Yep. My yes, degree and it. my pre-law certificate, it's right over there. <laughs> so yes, I look at them to motivate me because I am now a graduate student um, at Southern New Hampshire University pursuing a master's degree in psychology. And I just switched my concentration. It was forensic psychology. Um, and then I just, but I just switched it to child and developmental psychology. You did, I the first did. time, oh, here it is. It's perfect, y'all like, y'all don't
0: even understand how like big that is. I did, I'm, I'm I just switched today. my
1: concentration for child because so when I was in undergrad, I wanted to be a lawyer, that was my focus. And so forensic psychology, uh, is it talks about combining law and psychology and how mm-hmm. they interact with one another, but that's not really my focus anymore. So it didn't really make sense to, to a degree mm-hmm. in it. Um, and so, but I, I've recently been working with children and mm-hmm. although, I don't know 100% if that's what I what I'm gonna do professionally for the rest of my life, but as of late, I've been working with children. Right. And so it just made sense to get my degree in something that I've been working on. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, no, I don't see hair being my life's work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a side, passion, mm-hmm. a hobby, but uh, what I want to like do it for the rest of my life no and it's it's so funny you asked me that because I've been going back and forth mm-hmm. internally over whether um I should start doing my page like full time mm-hmm. um I've really been going back and forth over that I still don't know honestly from a five um, to nine to a nine to five and for people who don't know what that is basically
0: like do your after work job or passion they say like, after you get off work, what are you spending the next 12 or 18 hours on? So Mm -hmm. sounds interesting.
1: I've been trying to figure out if I want to like start really investing in my page and that be my job 100%, but I don't even know, honestly, because it's not like, you know, the sponsors are pouring in and that, that is also a part of it that, you know, You know, you kind of feel like you're not sure if what you're doing is really landing the way you Mm -hmm. want it to, because you see, you know, you can't help but see people with the ads Mm -hmm. and the sponsorships. And I don't have any of that. I'm going to just be real with y'all. I don't, (laughs) you know, when I post products on my page, I paid out of my pocket for that. Nobody shipped this to me for free. Mm -hmm. Uh, i paid for that so you know it really makes you wonder like am i doing what i'm supposed to be doing and if i did you know put all my money into this would it would i get a return on my investment so Mm -hmm. you know it's really a decision that you have to think long and hard about so i'm still not 100% sure but in the long run do i see this being my life's work no Mm -hmm. um it's just something that i love to do um in my spare time, but is it something right. that I see myself doing for the rest of my life? No, probably
0: mm-hmm. not. Well, thank you for sharing that. And the reason I asked that is because, you know, um, for so unbeknownst, of course, to the listeners, like me and Tiana have had like multiple conversations about this, like off air and stuff like that, just talking about like, you know, passions and I'll call them five to nines. I don't think everybody uses that term, but like, you know, just basically like, you know, we've like having a conversation like we went to college and like now we have all these different interests that are like outside of that and what does that look mm-hmm. like how do you kind of pursue them and stuff like that so I just wanted them to like have that understanding of you because like psychology and uh, human services and hair those don't necessarily like you know mix together in a but, they do, but they, do, they do though but they do because they can
1: they do like when I, yeah. when I talked about the the insecurities yeah from not having any hair that's psychological I was gonna say they can is it yeah they they do not me, I mean obviously not always but <laughs> they they do tie into each mm-hmm. other um you know how you view yourself with and without hair mm-hmm. that's psychological that's in your head right. um but again do I see myself mm-hmm. like <laughs> writing a whole thesis about that no probably not
0: I'm ask her in 2023 when I'm playing <laughs> be like so what's your thesis, Tiana? Well, you know, I decided that, you know, that one that I was talking about on the podcast, it was
1: actually really good. So that's what I did. Oh no, see the thesis is your PhD and I'm not going for that. Oh, you're because...
0: doing you're doing non thesis for your uh
1: no, you do uh for your I, know, I guess you do a thesis for but I you know, you have a capstone in that oh, whole situation yeah. and I'm not even close to that. So I'm not even a thousand percent sure what right, right. I'll be doing. But I'm gonna get there mm-hmm. when I get there because exactly. you know, graduate school it's a lot. Um somebody from what I hear. It's 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 a oh, lot. It's not it's not a walk in the park at all. You know, you think, okay, well I, I got through undergrads, so I could do this and mm. you know, you get to graduate school. And they be like, "Girl, you thought it was hard before.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We got something for you,
0: right?" And it's just like start jumping you, and it's like graduate school is just like boom,
1: boom, 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 boom. I have a life. What are you doing? (laughs) So it's not even. That's the thing. Though it's not even that graduate school is hard, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. It's just very time consuming and involves a lot of organization, time Mm -hmm. management. Um, so when I say it's not hard I mean as far as the content the content itself isn't hard necessarily it's Mm -hmm. like I said time management organization research Mm -hmm. especially because I'm a psychology student so research is heavy then you know citations is extremely important in graduate school like you know because citations is extremely important and it's not like it's MLA like it's APA format so APA mm-hmm. format is its own thing right. um, so you have <laughs> to kind of relearn how you cite
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, your work it's, it's a totally different format yeah. and you know they're very they're sticklers on that you know some things that you might have got away with an undergrad
0: it's not gonna work
1: it's not gonna work in graduate school but on the flip side a lot of things that they had us doing in undergrad unnecessarily isn't really that important in graduate school like you know in undergrad they'll tell you to read the whole chapter Mm -hmm. and um take notes and all of that in grad school just just do what they ask you to do Mm -hmm. specifically if they said this is the topic Read about that topic. This is the this is the chapter. Read this <laughs> this, this is what it's about. Yeah. And um, I came into grad school just doing it all wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all wrong. I was spending like majority of the week taking notes, and then I got like the stack is this big and I only use this much, like, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm doing something wrong, I have to, something has to change, because I'm doing this wrong, clearly, right, right, and it's not like it's somebody there to be like, this is what you need to do, blah, 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 you know, you just, mm-hmm. you gotta figure it out. Now, granted, I'm grateful for the university that I chose for my graduate mm-hmm. degree, because they do have a lot of resources, um, you know, if I had any questions, I have a, I, well, I don't, Unfortunately, I don't use her as much as I used to, but I have a peer mentor that I can reach out to and ask questions because she was going for the same degree I was. Well, mm-hmm. she she graduated now, so she's mm-hmm. actually going to get her PhD, wow. um, but she still works at the school. So I could ask her questions and she would be able to help me figure out certain things. They also have like, you know, um, tutors. So like if I needed somebody to edit my paper or you know tell me what I messed up mm-hmm. they have services for that too. So I'm very grateful for the university that I chose for graduate school because they do have resources but and you know when you first start out you don't know all of that. No, you know you don't at all. You don't know all of that in the very beginning. You just like oh I start this class I got to get this textbook and mm-hmm. that's all I know. Mm-hmm. And the rest, you you figure out later, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. So yeah.
0: it's very much saying? like how you like kind of take on undergrad. It's like, well, I just got to do this. You don't realize it's a
1: completely different world until you're there. It's it's very different, but it's it's different for everybody though, mm-hmm. because you know, grad. I, I go to graduate school online. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, not even. I'm sure. I know for a fact that graduate school online and in person is two totally different things. Mm-hmm. So that in itself. Is a different experience because I know some people that have to go to class on Zoom. I don't have to do that. I don't talk to my professor. Um, <laughs> unless I email them myself, we don't communicate. Mm. Um, unless we're doing a group project or it's a discussion board, I don't talk to my classmates. So it's like a totally different experience all the way around. Right, right. Um, you just have to figure out what works for you and go from there.
0: Mm.
1: That makes total sense that's it's it's a process mm, um
0: sounds like it
1: quite frankly I'm ready to graduate but you know <laughs> already I, already I'm mm. ready it's been a year um I'm ready to go <laughs> but I'm ai appreciate the ride because I'm sure once I graduate I'm gonna be like oh I miss school <laughs> that's how I ended up going back to grad school in the first place
0: <laughs> you got that like mm, I miss it Mm-mm. you see me I was like oof I know I have to go back. I know I'll be going back sooner than later. Who knows when? I'm not saying anything until everything's fine.
1: But I took a year off like, and I yeah, don't regret it. Say
0: you, took a year, you took a year off.
1: I, I took a year off. Mm-hmm. I was going to go right away. And I'm so grateful I didn't because I wouldn't have been ready. Mm-mm. Grad school is takes a lot of preparation. And there's no way that I would have been mentally prepared to prep mm-hmm. the way I needed to after literally just graduated from undergrad. I agree. I was the it's, same way. There's no way I would have been ready. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for that I did take time off. Um,
0: I was burnt out. I can admit that like you know having done that like I was super burnt out like if I would have went straight into some program I probably wouldn't have done well or I, I would have probably said the
1: program. same thing. I would mm-hmm. Jared I was scheduled to start grad school May 27th and we graduated May 5th. Yes. God. Yes. Same school? Same school. Oh no. Mm-mm. I would have failed oh, no. miserably. Mm-mm. I would not have been ready Mm-mm. at all. Mm-hmm. um I think that a lot of times we feel this pressure of if I don't go right away I'm never gonna go right but the reality is and that's it, not a one size fit all statement right. because I thought that too
0: right I and said the same thing we have parents or like certain people like kind of in our corners too that kind of help like push that narrative not always parents but like there are people like mm, I just when I first mentors
1: in pe- period, period.
0: Yeah, like the first thing, like even like my family said, or people I know have said, well, like you want to go back right away because if you don't go right back, you're not going to go back and you're going to lose that. And it's just like, I'm not ready. Why do I need to go back right this moment? Can I have some time to live, to figure out who I am and stuff like that? And people just like, you know, people give you the
1: side eye. And it's like, uh uh-uh. The reality is, especially with our generation, we mm-hmm. are the generation of I'm going to do what works for me and you, you do you and I'm gonna do me mm. um I think that a lot of generations prior you know kind of operated under like this is this is what you do this sure. is what you're supposed to do this is how you're supposed to do it and this mm. is when you're supposed to do it and we I think we are honestly the generation of maybe that don't work for me exactly and that's okay mm. and it took me a very long time like honestly I just feel like I can't explain it, but it's like graduating undergrad was really a eye-opening experience for me because it's like suddenly a lot of things, I I felt different about a lot of things. Yeah, um, I was definitely that person that everything had to be planned. <gasps> when you miss, too. Yes. Everything <laughs> had to be planned.
0: Fiona, uh, our friends, because same
1: yeah,
0: like like I had a whole master plan like when I tell you like I had everything planned out. I said okay cool so we graduating then I'm gonna go to medical school not in medical school okay so I'm gonna do this I don't don't laugh at me I even was like all right so I'm gonna make sure all my bag is like settled and I'm gonna maybe start having kids at this time like I was like all the way oh in.
1: no I would never laugh like, because like, that's let's... exactly <laughs> that, but that's what it is like yeah. that's how you feel You know, you feel like that's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to graduate school. I mean, you go to undergrad, Mm -hmm. you you do whatever you're going to do after that. If you choose to pursue a a higher degree than that, you do that. Okay. And then I'm going to start, I'm going to have to get married by this age so that I can start having kids by this age. So that when I get this age, I'm not just starting, you know, you, you, you think like that because Mm -hmm. you think that that's how you have to think Mm -hmm. and you don't. You don't literally Literally don't. I'm going to have a kid when I feel like having a kid. You know, I'm going to get married when God says it's time for me to get married. You know, it it don't have to be right here, right now, all Mm -hmm. the time. And I think that we were conditioned to believe that, that, you know, I have to go to graduate school. I have to go to medical school Mm -hmm. right after I get my bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. Who said that?
0: Nobody, literally nobody. You know how many people like, and it's so crazy because, like, we're now seeing research wise, there's so many people who go much, much later, you know, people be in their 30s going to medical school, people in their 30s going to law school, people be in their 50s going going
1: going to law school, like, matter of fact, I had a professor in undergrad, he was doing like, he was an actor, he was into like drama, and stuff like that, like that was his career, and then he said something like, shout out to Dr. Campbell. When hey. I, I say doctor, because technically he's not a doctor, he's an Esquire. Um, oh, but sure. shout out to Professor Campbell. Yeah. Uh, he and then he did some type of like legal stuff for mm-hmm. uh, I think like a drama company or something. Yeah. Like he was handling their legal paperwork or something, and that's what made him realize I want to do law. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he became a lawyer. And I don't. I think he was like in his thirties or something. Like when mm-hmm. he made that decision, and I'm like literally you just wake up one day and decide i want different right and that's okay like i just we just have to get out of this bubble of we have to do things that this time or life is going to mm-hmm. fall apart because it's not i'm
0: sorry excuse me yeah um, right um it, it's true it's so true what you're saying and like, actually brings me to another point that i kind of want to talk about um and kind of what you said is that we have this like we got to get outside this bubble of like what we think life has to look like. I think even that goes with like, kind of like you doing a hair page and stuff like that, or even just like me doing a podcast and things like that. These are literally things that would not have been, I can speak for myself. Literally, if you would have told me six years ago, Jesus, six years ago, Oh, you're going to do a podcast. You're going to be talking on the internet, to people about this. you gonna be talking about your feelings and your mental health. Oh, you're going to be doing this. You're going to be doing that. I've been like, who? <laughs> I'm going to medical school. I'd have been like, or if somebody said, you ain't going to medical school, you gonna be working in this job here doing that. I'd have been like, <laughs> ah, you funny, get up.
1: I said, I said the exact same thing. If somebody had told me, I'm not gonna go back as far as six years, like not even six years, three years. That's three, no, you right. Not you're even six, saying. three years ago. If three somebody years. told me three years ago, you are gonna have an entire Instagram page dedicated to your hair journey. Not only that, you're not gonna go to law school and you're gonna be working with children. Right. I would have fell on the floor laughing. Like, I could not fathom any mm-hmm. of that. Working with kids, who? Tiana, who? Right. Working with what? <laughs> who? Mm-hmm. That was not a thing that yeah. I ever, ever saw myself. I never saw myself working with kids, ever. And enjoying it, what? Mm-hmm. Never.
0: They'd be like, Jared, you going, you gonna be in working the res life as a, a hall director? I'd be like, me? I you never, I, I
1: never. <laughs> then on top of that, like, you know, I posted pictures of my hair and stuff, but to be doing like entire posts about it and hashtags and all that, that mm-hmm. was not a thing. Mm-mm. I I never saw myself doing that ever. Um, but here I am. Mm-hmm. Life happens the way it's supposed to happen Mm -hmm. you can't predetermine your future Mm -hmm. because that's not real life and what a lot of people won't tell you is the people that do that i'm not gonna say all of them but a lot of people are unhappy like Mm -hmm. a lot of people that predetermine their life are unhappy yes they Mm -hmm. met every goal that they set out for themselves but they're not doing what they really want to be doing they're doing what the they accomplished the goal that they set for themselves when they were like 12 right i'm pretty sure what i wanted to do at 12 and what i you know will be doing at 40 is not the same thing Mm -mm. i'm pretty sure and a lot of people are and they hate it
0: Right, right, but
1: they feel like you know I have years invested now. I have to stay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who's That's that? one thing
0: about our generation. Oh, we finna we, we leave a job and a hot minute. Be like, who are, they, who are you disrespecting? Who you talking crazy? Bye. <laughs> right out Don't the get door. me started on that. Okay, right out have... the door. Be
1: Don't right. get me started because you know I know all about that. So. <laughs> I do too. Cause <laughs> listen,
0: um, listen. But you're you're absolutely right. Like you know, like people are so unhappy, and that's in a sense, um. I think the, the, I think the journey or the thing I, I you know, talk about too, and I, give a disclaimer is like, even though you are in a space where, and I'm looking, I don't know who I'm looking at. I'm looking at the camera audience. I don't know. <laughs> but like, even though you're in a space of growing and learning yourself and stuff like that, um, this is a cussing podcast, by the way, sometimes cusses. This is the fuck the stressful. This is the fuck stressful at times. Like you'd be like, okay, I can do this. I can do that. Oh, I, I like this. Now I like that. This is stressful but like it's better to have that stress and to get to know yourself and what you want to do because you have different life cycles and stuff like that kind of speaking of what you were saying like what you want at 12 is not what you want at 24 and not at 36 and if you want the same exact things at 12 as you as you do at 36 you might want to reassess and not to say that your core values are going to change but like
1: at 12 so you, you were very mature back then or mm-hmm. you're very childish right now facts facts like, that's, that's what it is it's it's mm-hmm. one of those two things you're a very mature 12 year old and you're a very childish 36 year old
0: right and even if it's something like not changing like it, even if it's like one goal like you want to be a lawyer or whatever the type of lawyer doesn't necessarily stay the same as when you were 12 maybe you want to be mm-hmm. an old judge now or whatever things change you realize what it looks like so like you have well, to
1: be me, able to grow for, in that for me personally um i think that it was a thing of i i wanted to be a lawyer less and my family wanted me to be a lawyer more uh, so true. i think that over time it became less of what i actually wanted and me just trying to make them happy and make them proud right um and i don't even mean my just my parents necessarily mm-hmm. like i mean my entire family right and i think that i had to realize that this is not what i need to be doing Mm -hmm. if undergrad literally my logic is if undergrad made me want to pull my daggone hair out what is law school gonna do like i'm (laughs) gonna be i I can't even tell you like i'm gonna be stressed out beyond repair Mm -hmm. going to law school if undergrad had me this daggone laid Mm -hmm. out And so I'm like, you know, is that what I really want to put myself through? Like, is that, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. And I realized through a lot of self-evaluation, and thanks to a lot of conversation with a lot of professors and mentors that I had in undergrad, it made me realize that, shout out to to, uh, Professor Brown, Dr. M, uh, Professor Poe. Yes, Poe, yes. You know, they made me realize that I want to be an advocate for people, but Mm -hmm. I don't have to be a lawyer to do that. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's what I needed to realize. You can advocate for people outside of a law, outside of a courtroom. That's not the only way to speak up for people. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do, whether it's professionally or personally, Mm -hmm. I advocate for people because That's what I love doing. I am Mm -hmm. a speaker of people. Even if it's something that I personally cannot relate to, Mm -hmm. if I see it and I understand it, I'm going to speak on it. That's just, that's me. Mm -hmm. That's who I am at my core. And I wasn't always like that. Um, I feel like as an adult, you know, I decided that's who I wanted to be. But I had my moments of being a follower and Mm -hmm. not necessarily speaking my mind. Um, you know, in high school and middle school, I had my moments like that, but I chose Mm -hmm. to do better. Mm -hmm. I chose to speak on things that matter because that's who I am. Right. And if I sit in back and stand silent, that's not even me. Like I literally, I cannot do it. As long as I've known you,
0: I've never seen, seen you do anything like that.
1: I've literally been in classes where people are like, she <laughs> yeah. let me just go ahead and take a nap or something because mm-hmm. we about to. And I'm like, you know, and it used to annoy me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but at least they knew. At least that they knew that that's, that's who I am. Mm-hmm. I, I speak my mind mm-hmm. always, <laughs> always. Right. And I'm not silent in times where somebody needs to speak up. That's not right. me.
0: You're not complacent
1: and you know that's gotten me in situations where it's not always appreciated professionally mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is i refuse to stay in a in a place mm-hmm. where i can't be myself right right i'm not i'm past that i'm mm-hmm. past that point that's not who i am anymore and i'm just at the point where i'm grown mm-hmm. and i acknowledge <laughs> what i like and what i don't like mm-hmm. And if these, the environments that I'm in don't accommodate that, then mm-hmm. I need to be in new environments.
0: Exactly. It's real.
1: That's that's where I am in my life. I don't have time. You know, life is short. Nobody has time to be in predicaments where they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm going to work every day. And before I even get there, I got to take a breath and de-stress because I already know they're going to stress me out before I even walk through the door. I don't want to live like that.
0: Ding, 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 ding. I've
1: been there, I've done that. I don't want to live my life like that. You're not living.
0: You're not, you're existing. You're surviving. You're you're exactly, you're surviving. You're
1: existing, you're surviving, but you're not living.
0: No, when I tell you every single day for a month at one of my previous positions, I had to literally get in the car and pray as I drove, like I was, I drove 30 minutes. I was praying all 30 minutes. Please let today be a good day. Please let today be a good day get in the car thank you for letting today not be as bad as yesterday or you know what tomorrow can't be any worse like that's real like you know mm-hmm. you only get one life you need to be happy with where you're at you know and be able to be yourself and be who you need to be and who you want to be
1: you know mm-hmm. that's that's what it is i've spent the past two years professionally unhappy and that's real Mm -hmm. since I've graduated I've spent the past two years professionally unhappy in environments that don't push me to be a better version of myself it's more robotic and training you to be who they want you to be right I don't want to live like that anymore I don't have to live like that anymore and I think that's been coming up a lot more Mm -hmm. um, just generationally Yes. that you know like i said this is the generation of if i'm not happy i'm leaving you know and a lot and a lot of our grandparents don't get that because get you know all. they've been in the same job for 20 years 30 mm-hmm. years 45 years right. you know they they have a career where they mm-hmm. regardless of the circumstances or how they felt about it mm-hmm. they stayed we yeah. are the generation of oh you I disrespectful got- oh, are you them. underlyingly racist oh mm-hmm. i'm out I'm not doing it and like I said the older generations don't get it they're like you going from job to job to job I I can't respect that I can't understand that and that's okay
0: Mm -hmm. because it's not for them to understand
1: if that's okay Mm -hmm. you don't have to get it but I don't have to stay what's the word complacent yes to please anybody Mm mm-hmm that's not, we're not the generation for that.
0: Mm-mm. We're not the and, generation for that. And I
1: don't see the generation behind us being like that either.
0: Oh no, they're going to be worse because <laughs> they're leading by our example too.
1: Mm-hmm. They're going to be. I, I don't see them being like that. I don't see them staying in jobs. Shoot, half of them, they're so stuck on being social media influencers. They're not even going to have jobs, <laughs>
0: quote mm-hmm.
1: You want me to come outside and go where and do what? Who mm-hmm. doing that? I don't see them doing it.
0: Send me the Zoom link. <laughs> That's really be the ones the
1: starting their own businesses and they're gonna scene. be the they're gonna be the bosses. They're not doing mm-hmm. listen, listening to who? Mm-hmm. Being, being ran around by who? Like man, do you see how many followers I got right here?
0: You know how many brand endorsements I got by?
1: Mm-hmm. They're not mm-mm. And mm-hmm. I, I love it because mm-hmm. I do too. It's time to stop being controlled. Mm-hmm. It's time to stop having your whole life planned from day mm-hmm. to day to day to it day. Is. Like,
0: you're it's just time to yourself. You don't even realize that, like, you know, you're a victim to yourself. And I don't want to get into the system and that whole thing because we could go on that. Forever. Listen, okay.
1: <laughs> we are black. We are black. <laughs> we, 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 we could spend
0: all day on that topic. Hello, somebody. system that's not made for you. But anyway, <laughs> amen. um it is, it's definitely time to not be controlled and it's time to like, you know, not be controlled by yourself because like you said, it's just like, we're beyond that. It's like, it's, nobody has time for that. And it's just like, ugh, I lost my train of thought. I hate when it happens. <laughs> but it honestly is true. It's super, super true. And I love that. Like, just kind of echo what you said. I love that about our generation. Like, we're not going to do that. And I'm curious to see where it's going to happen. Or what's going to happen with our like when we have kids, like what our kids are going to be like when we are we're raising them and how we're going to raise them and what circumstances are we going to like be like our parents and be like wait whoa that's a little that's a lot for us or are we going to be able to like kind of like you know um, I guess nurture that in a sense or what does that nurturing look like or what's the next thing that's going to happen it's always like a, a curious like a thing that like makes me like wonder what's the next step or level going to look like in a sense because. Like, I just think about like our generation and things that we're accomplishing, like, and these are people I don't even know, but like just in our generation from that 90 to the 97 or or 99, whatever you want to say, like, people are 24, 25 years old, building up their music careers and becoming media moguls. People are like literally starting their own businesses. People are like, you know, they're getting out of this traditional sense of things and they're doing them. And I love Mm -hmm. to see it. I love to see it (laughs) completely.
1: Now what I will also say, mm. and I feel like a lot of people are not gonna like this, but mm. let's be clear though. Yes. It's okay to not own your own business. Yes, yes. Sorry, Dad. It is okay mm. to work for someone else. Yes. Sorry. Because, <laughs> because I've gone I've gone over that in my head as mm-hmm. well. But the reality is, I don't think I want to own my own business. And I, like I said, I've gone over this because I, listen, I hate what, what, and every fiber of my being, I hate working for people. Um, (laughs) I hate being told what to do, when to do it, how to do it. I hate it. But there is so much that goes into owning a business and running everything, running the day-to-day by yourself. It's, it's draining, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't think I want to do that either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a lot, and people just be like, "Start your own business!" Like, you know, it's as simple as
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. Right. It's it's like it's it's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Owning a business is not easy. I've never right. done it, but I've known people and I've seen it. Mm-hmm. It's not easy at all. Right. It's so much time and dedication that goes into running a business mm-hmm. by yourself. And people talk about it as, as if it's as simple as going to the candy store and get whatever you want. It's right. not that simple.
0: You're putting in well, way more than 40 hours a week. You're putting in way more than eight hours a day. You wake
1: up, you investing in the business. You go to investing. bed, you investing in the business. It's the same thing every single mm-hmm. day. And yes, it pays off mm-hmm. in the end for most. I'm not going to say all, but most. It pays off in the end, yes. But it's like everybody doesn't want to do that. Right. And that's okay. That's totally I think that we have to get out of the culture of, you know, pushing people to own businesses that mm-hmm. aren't ready because we, we're seeing that too. It's mm-hmm. people that's running businesses that don't know how to communicate with customers mm-hmm. that have no customer service experience whatsoever. And mm-hmm. it's, it's poor performance. Yes. Let's be real. Let's talk
0: about that. It is-
1: so it's like we have to stop pushing everybody that has a great idea into starting a business because mm-hmm. everybody wasn't meant to run a business, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how, and it's terrible. Like exactly, it's falling to complete crap. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, if that's for you, then that's amazing. Go out and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let anybody get in your way. Don't let anybody stop you mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. Exactly. But don't do it because Twitter told you to.
0: Exactly. Don't do it because Rise and Grind Twitter is telling you nine um, <laughs> Rock Nation Twitter or Rock Nation Brunch Twitter, like, please do it for yourself because I've, I've, I haven't ran a business. Um, but like, to Tiana's point, it's stressful. Like, it's, it's you're going way beyond the hours and you're doing so much and it's okay to have a good idea and maybe not necessarily jump on it or do something with it you can pass it off you can sell it, or you can do whatever you want with it mm-hmm. or you can do something with it you don't have to you don't have to do that like you know that's another point of it you know The part of us, like, moving out of that mindset of things of, like, you know, doing our own thing and not being controlled is you don't have to go too far left. You don't have to go too far right. And I'd say that not in a political stance, but just, like, in that centered area, you can do both or you can do either. You can do whatever you want to do. That's the point of not being controlled is if you want to spend 40 hours a week in an office, that's cool. If you don't, Mm -hmm. don't. But, like, nobody's stopping you either way or you don't have to feel some type of way because best believe i like my podcast and stuff and all that but i'm gonna go collect this check every two weeks Mm. and i'm going uh i'm gonna be okay with that exactly i'm gonna get these health benefits and if at some point in time i decide that's not what i want to do i'll do whatever that's okay too Mm -hmm. exactly
1: that's okay too i think that we just need we just need to keep encouraging each other and letting each other know that it's okay i think that a lot of times people don't have that support Mm -hmm. and so they wind up taking jobs that they don't like or starting businesses that they really don't have the time to invest in and they have no one to tell them if you don't want to do that that's okay if this is if you want to work a nine-to-five that's okay too it's okay tiana I'm cool. Listen, I'm I'm self-aware. I've had these conversations right. with myself. So I'm very clear on what I want. But a lot of people don't have that self-awareness to sit down and decide what they want and what they don't want to do. They're too focused on what other people are telling them they should be doing mm-hmm. and living their life through that. And like I said, I think that graduating college just, I don't know, it like opened up a third eye or something. Like I just became so aware that I don't care what people think i should be doing i don't Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um i did for Mm -hmm. a very long time especially family Mm -hmm. that was very important to me and now it's not like you know i appreciate your concern but i'm gonna do what i want to do and if it doesn't work out okay on to the next thing but at least i can say i tried rather than living my life wondering what if Exactly, and I definitely think that if I hadn't started this hair page, that would have been a what if for me.
0: Uh, that is like, I'm sorry, what were you saying? I didn't you. Up. What if I
1: did? What if I didn't start? Mm-hmm. You know, any kind of page, because I, like I said, I don't think I don't see myself doing a YouTube. Mm-hmm. But you know, what if I didn't do anything and I didn't share this journey? Exactly. You know, what person is out here? frying a dangle hair mm. or um you know using products that don't work on their hair because this they can't find a youtuber with a hair texture mm. like theirs to demonstrate that this is what you should be doing mm. you know who knows how many people would be worse off because i didn't start this page exactly. mm. you know what i mean so i don't know if want to live my life wondering what if i did this what if i did that and you know secretly i think there will always be that some somewhat of a what if regarding Mm -hmm. law school but do I regret not going no Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I feel like it to this day people still tell me like people that don't know that that's what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. just off of hearing how I speak and how I argue Mm -hmm. how I how passionate (laughs) I am you know they're like oh you would be a great lawyer Mm -hmm. and I still get that to this day and I'm like you know I, I think there will always be a part of me that wonders what if I had gone, but- Never know. I don't think it's for me. Like, mm-hmm. just, I love to argue. And <laughs> I don't think the professors can handle a mouth like mine, so, you know.
0: Class like, what about that?
1: <laughs> well, actually, sir, mm-hmm. the, According Blaine, to
0: the law right here. <laughs>
1: um, according actually, to law. according to this bylaw and mm-hmm. this book, at mm-hmm. this time, in this section,
0: you were wrong <laughs> eagles would be shot
1: <laughs> okay oh. so i'm gonna just stick to my what if mm-hmm. and you know and then it's not even to say like you say it's 50 year olds going to law school mm-hmm. so it's not even to say i'll if i want to do it at some point in my life i'll do it but right now i don't think that's where i'm destined to be
0: right and that's and perfect.
1: that's okay okay mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's a perfect place to kind of end off on. Like we talked about so much stuff and like, I'm glad that the conversation, ooh, i <laughs> <I'm tearing> down. <laughs> scared of Um, But I think that that's like a perfect place to end it. Like that the conversation about what it's like, you know, <clears throat> it sounds like having this hair page was like, or us graduating and doing this is open up your mind to all the different things. And like, in a sense of like, you know, I did this. So why don't I do this? Or why don't I do that? Or why don't you do that? There's a lot, of, like a lot of self awareness, and I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, like, I appreciate the conversation because, like, when I tell you, like, I thought I was talking to myself and I was talking to a mirror, and I was like, "So I'm not by myself. I wasn't feeling that no. way. Like, I'm not, a, not Oh, there's another planner. Okay, cool. Or oh, I will listen. listen. <laughs> I plan
1: my whole life. Okay, I'm not as it's not as bad as it used to be. Yes, yes. But I'm definitely a planner. That mm-hmm. and that's because that's who my mom is yeah um, my sense. mom is a planner like yeah. somebody just told me about something that's months in advance and she's like okay well we need to do that <laughs> we, we got time uh, we got we got time <laughs> so you know I think just observing mm. how how much of a planner she is yeah. I picked up on it myself and so I plan everything mm. both I, I never dive head first into something yeah, and not sense. knowing what I'm doing I'm that's not me Mm-hmm. i'm not that person some people could wake up today and decide i want to go on vacation so i'm going to book this flight and i'm gonna go mm-hmm. and that's cool mm-hmm. you know if that's what you do that's mm-hmm. cool that's me fine. i couldn't do it i couldn't either i'm, I I'm not like, I'm, I'm not programmed to like review that. let
0: me check it. the food here do y'all like black people like <laughs> i'm not
1: i'm not programmed like that mm-hmm. i can't i can't And that's okay, because Mm -hmm. I know myself. It's one thing. That's
0: the key thing, knowing self. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: You have to know what your capabilities and you Mm -hmm. have to know what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. Because at the end of the day, if you don't, then nothing else matters.
0: Exactly. And that's, I think the ultimate thing it comes down to is that these these uh, words, these goals, these different things, these different passions, these different things, it helps to know self. This time just to be, able to like really do those deep dives into your psyche and what you really want is really good and like hearing your journey from you know doing your hair page during this panorama <laughs> um to like you know working like you know and it's like and of course this is like one of many conversations because i'd love to have you back you know i'm, I'm gonna to say you. this i
1: would love to come back
0: live you know we might be trying to convince her to do her own thing <laughs> you never know i'm playing
1: you Listen, know. you know, you never know. You never know you exactly. Never know.
0: What if, what if Tiana? I the might podcast?
1: just pop up with a podcast one day.
0: You <laughs> never know. All mm-hmm. right, okay. Don't y'all steal the title because I have a title idea. I'm gonna tell her, but y'all, I, I have a perfect title idea if she does. If y'all steal it, um, I'm gonna be mad. But anyway, you gotta
1: a, tell me on the slide. Don't I'm, put that's it, what I'm
0: saying. I'm gonna tell her don't on, put the put it on the slide.
1: You gotta tell me on the slide because exactly. somebody mm-hmm. gonna be like, oh, I like that.
0: that's
1: the the one i already
0: know what it is i think
1: tell me on the slide
0: i feel like it'd be perfect for you there's a there's one that just naturally comes but i'm gonna tell you on the slide (laughs) but uh, to tell me yeah but uh, out the way this is definitely not the end this will not be the only episode i have tiana back because we have to have more conversations and stuff like this um you know and it go deeper into this because like there's so much we touched on you know and originally this conversation is going to be like passions and like five and nines and stuff like that Yeah, this was, was, was not planned this was not planned like this was very man, was on like, the spot. Her, like we just started jumping and everything and I was just like yes I feel you too and everything like that but like this is real life this is a real thing this is like 24 mm-hmm. after college you know two years out like figuring out what do I want to do like am I doing the right thing you know is this what mm-hmm. I want to do anymore all these different things like and knowing and that's what this podcast is about and that's what this is about Making sure y'all know y'all are not by yourselves. Like y'all mm-hmm. are literally like normal. Like you don't have it figured out. That's fine. Like you still you change your mind. That's fine. Hey, you wanted to be a you want to be an astronaut, but now you want to uh, be a accountant. That's cool too. Whatever you want to do, you know. But like it's just being able to have that space to know that you know, in a sense, and be able to be here. And I I definitely appreciate you being here and you know chatting it up with me. You know, I Thank hope you for was- having me like the episode no problem of course again, i'm gonna
1: put my i'm gonna put my socials out there again i was about to say um, you know we're we, we gonna put that out mm-hmm. there again just in mm-hmm. case
0: mm-hmm. my
1: name is t on the lancaster mm-hmm. and my instagram is underscore what's t that's t two e's. um i have my hair page what's t underscore the hair journey also on instagram and then my twitter is what's tt mm-hmm. that was funny enough fun fact that was a mistake um the two the tt that was an accident and then mm. i was like you know what I, I can't whatever i'm not about to go through the whole headache of fixing it so yeah <laughs> funny my my twitter name was an accident uh but yeah it's was tt mm. on twitter i love it hit me up mm-hmm any questions any dialogue tweeting. i'm here for all of it mm-hmm. she be tweeting
0: funny stuff too and she be watching shows please don't tweet her about her shows, by the way i just want to say that
1: man listen <laughs> when i am binge watching shows like i just be on twitter like this girl is crazy mm-hmm. i don't know who gave her a show like mm-hmm. listen <laughs> my, yeah. me and my binge, it's it's real
0: exactly exactly but thank you once again tiana for being on here it's a dope episode i can't wait to hear the feedback on this which by the way give feedback you know and if you're coming over from tiana's page you know you heard the interview or whatnot you know shout us out um hit me up in the comments or whatever tell me that's where you're coming from you know and vice versa if you go over to her page you know from the podcast tell her that that's where you're from too you know it's about Mm cross-pollination and helping each other grow and stuff like that and just doing our thing Living our best 24-year-old, you know, mid-20 <laughs> lives out here, you know, doing our mm-hmm. thing.
1: I, I'm still, I feel I feel young, even though my sister likes to let me know that I'm old, you know, whenever Older. she did. Older. I still, I feel very young mm-hmm. and in the skin that I'm in. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of life to live
0: exactly and
1: yes follow if you are from my page make sure you follow this podcast he mm-hmm. has some very interesting uh content mm-hmm. he touches on a lot of different subjects that i think um even if like it's, it's something that you can't relate to mm-hmm. there's something on here that every person can relate to mm-hmm. so definitely follow this podcast his followers make sure you follow me mm-hmm. and my hair page oh, um, i post every saturday you know, I'm here for you.
0: Like the post too. Like the post. Yes. Please like like post. comments, like please. Subscribe. Obviously. You know, I've been doing
1: reels lately. I've been trying to. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to throw those out there. I'd say the know? reels
0: be working. The reels be working. One
1: of them is up to 500 views. I was so proud. You the views this. don't match the likes, but this, it's
0: okay. It never does. The it's real, okay. The, the views never. People be like, I swear, people be like, just,
1: <laughs> just, just scrolling. scrolling. But it's I'm it's scrolling. okay because it still count. It's okay. <laughs>
0: right 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 but once again thank you for this and you know that's been another episode of awkward adventures of college graduate i'll see y'all next week more dope stuff coming you know thank you for everybody who's you know like subscribe listen share 1k overall listens you know is dope you know and we're gonna get Tiana to the 1k subscribers or not subscribers hey! or um <laughs> or followers you know we we doing that we doing dope things in 2021 all right catch y'all later Bye. Thanks.